You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. One of the greatest Catholic writers of the last century, Flannery O'Connor, went to an elegant dinner party as a junior member of an elite circle. The talk turned to the Eucharist when the prominent author, Mary McCarthy, a fallen away Catholic, said she thought the Eucharist was a pretty good symbol. She made this condescending condescending remark for the Catholic O'Connor, but O'Connor responded in a shaky voice. Well, if it's only a symbol, to hell with it. I'm sure the dinner party broke up pretty quickly after that bomb dropped. In its bluntness, clarity, and directness, Flannery O'Connor's remark is one of the best statements of the Catholic difference on the Eucharist. The Eucharist is the body and blood of Christ, and anything less is insufficient. So in our gospel, many of the disciples of Jesus said, This saying is hard. Who can accept it? And Jesus knew from the beginning the ones who would not believe. The hard teaching here is actually from last week's gospel, when Jesus said that unless you eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no life in you. Our blessed sacrament parish is named after this truth. For 1,600 years, Christians believed in the real presence of the Eucharist, except for some random heretics and small groups. Our Amen at Mass renews our baptismal covenant and our belief in sacred scripture, sacred tradition, and all church teaching. Jesus Christ and his church are one, head and body, and have all the teachings our broken world needs today. Are there hard teachings we face today? Well, since you asked, here are a few Catholic teachings on life and more to start with. First, we know that life, natural marriage, and religious freedom are the non-negotiable common goods of society, as taught by Pope Benedict XVI. The common good is the sum total of social conditions which allows people to reach their fulfillment more easily. The Catechism teaches that the common good includes a few things. The non-negotiable, fundamental, natural rights of human persons. The negotiable, basic common goods of society, like food, clothing, health, work, education, culture, right to a family. And the negotiable, stability and security of a just social order. The church is mainly concerned with the dignity of the person and the non-negotiable common goods, the fundamental natural rights, which are life, natural marriage, and religious freedom. Life, the protection of life in all its stages, from the first moment of conception to natural death. Natural marriage, the promotion of the natural family based on the marriage of one man and one woman and religious freedom, including the protection of public worship 
and the obligation to follow one's conscience freely without pressure. The violation of non-negotiable common goods is an intrinsic evil that can never be justified no matter the intention or circumstances. People of goodwill may disagree on negotiable goods, but life, natural marriage, and religious freedom are non-negotiable. Second, life is above all else because it's impossible to further the common good without defending the right to life upon which all the other inalienable rights are founded as St. John Paul II taught in his 1995 Gospel of Life. With over 20% of pregnancies in the U.S. ending in abortion, we're witnessing a genocide against the unborn. This is one reason why in 1998, the U.S. bishops declared that abortion and euthanasia had become preeminent threats. They directly attack life itself. So, the taking of human life by euthanasia or assisted suicide is not an act of mercy, but an unjustifiable assault on human life that always gravely exploits suffering and desperation of those involved, ending their lives with misleading names like death with dignity, quality of life, or made medical assistance in dying. Nine states now legalize this evil, including our neighbor, New Mexico. And third, God's mercy triumphs over abortion and euthanasia. We do well to remember a few of the words that St. John Paul II addressed to all those involved when he said, the church is aware of the many factors which may have influenced your decision and does not doubt in the many cases it was a painful and even shattering decision. The wound in your heart may not yet have healed. The Father of mercies is ready to give you his forgiveness and his peace in the sacrament of reconciliation. But Jesus never spoke about abortion. Well, that's because it was unthinkable and condemned universally among the Jews at the time. The problem with abortion is not that it's sexual, but that it's murderous. And tragically, for the first time in Gallup surveys, more Americans believe abortion is morally acceptable than morally wrong, 47 to 46%. Thomas Jefferson's words are haunting even today. I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just and that his justice cannot sleep forever. We must remember that conversion of those who support abortion or euthanasia will never happen unless our words are spoken with love, supported in prayer, and based on God's mercy. So, Jesus and his church's teachings lead to the fullness of truth. Life, natural marriage, and religious freedom are the non-negotiable common goods of society. Life is preeminent above all else, and God's mercy triumphs over the sins of abortion, euthanasia, cooperation in evil, and scandal. And finally, as our shepherd Bishop Holmes had reminds us, it is time for action, 
The kingdom of God is at hand. And the Lord who called his disciples is calling all of us now to insist on the dignity and right to life of every human person. And the stakes are higher now than ever before. While the coronavirus has taken over 600,000 lives in the U.S. and over 4 million worldwide, and communism has killed over 100 million lives worldwide, abortion has murdered over 60 million unborn so far in the U.S. and over 1 billion worldwide. God calls us to respond with truth and love, with clarity and charity to this tragic injustice. No one is ever converted by hate, but neither are they converted by failure to act. Dietrich Bonhoeffer acted courageously with the Nazis, the National Socialists of Germany, and famously said, silence in the face of evil is itself evil, and God will not hold us guiltless. Not to speak is to speak. Not to act is to act. So with great hope, let us continue to be Christ's witnesses to the Eucharist and to life. And as long as abortion and increasingly euthanasia are legal, let us stand up against the culture of death out of love for Jesus and his kingdom and allow him to build a culture of life working through us. It's now our duty, our honor, to promote the gospel of life and restore the right to life among the most vulnerable among us. We will stand up for life above all. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.